0: Thanks for listening to KATH
1: 910 AM, Frisco, dallas Fort Worth in North Texas. Catholic Radio for your soul on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Heard also at grnonline.com and
0: on your smartphone. Live from the KATH 910 AM studios in Las Colinas and broadcasting across North Texas on the Guadalupe Radio Network. This is the Good News Show.
1: And good afternoon. It's a show with the shortest intro in the history of radio. Boy, I got to be ready when that intro starts. <laughs> I tell you, Stan talks for you like were... 15 seconds, 10 seconds. Well, maybe I we got to time that out. Do 10 seconds? And then. Uh, I
2: know. I was starting to wonder because Dave was not sitting in his seat when that intro started. I and I went, uh oh.
1: <laughs> I mean, there's, there, there's some shows, you know, when the intro goes, you can say, hey, I'm going to run down to the, the restroom. <laughs> I'll be right back because it's all this information. But it's probably good to get right into it. Uh, welcome, everybody. This is the Good News Show here on KTH 910 AM Guadalupe Radio Network. Uh, we're glad you're with us. We're live, we've got some great uh, topics and things to talk about today. How about this weather? Isn't
2: this kind of... I'm very confused. Yeah. I, this is what I pretty much say every morning these days. But yesterday it was so muggy and uh, yeah. and then today it's actually kind that of kind chilly. chilly. Yeah, I know. I'm sure. Okay, listen, we're Texans. It's it's chilly to us. Okay, I know. I'm sure people in the north are like, "What are you talking about? It's 50 degrees." <laughs> but yeah, but it's, it's cold. It's kind of nice. It's
1: but it's been a mild. You know, we had that crazy some snowmageddon mm-hmm. right in mid February. And it's been kind of mild since then. It's been nice. I mean, yeah. I mean the weekend was beautiful, but the, the next couple of days, highs in the 60s, I mean, this is mid-May. I mean, this is pretty crazy, but uh, I'll, I'll take it because, you know, for <laughs> three months from now, we'll be complaining because it's, oh, yes. you know, 108 uh, or whatever. But, all right, so here's what we're going to talk about in the program today. At about 20 after, we are going to be joined uh, either in person or on the phone with Tori Harris. And Tori has been a guest before. She is, uh, leads the Spirit 101, I think they're mm-hmm. called. Holy Spirit 101, Yeah, Holy yes. Spirit 101 uh, 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 retreats and uh, events over at Mary Immaculate Parish in Farmer's Branch. And she is going to be talking about a marriage retreat that I think just sounds wonderful. June 11th through the 13th, Dan and Stephanie Burke are going to be uh, leading this retreat. Uh, so it's three days, you know, Friday through Sunday, Divine Intimacy and Marriage Retreat. Ascent into Oneness uh, in Farmer's Branch. And so Tori is going to join us to talk about that. And um, uh, they Dan Dan and Stephanie, but you know Dan Burke. He's oh, yeah. uh, from EWTN and the, the National Catholic Register, uh, convert to the Catholic faith. So that should be very interesting. She's going to talk about that. And then since it's the second Monday of the month, we're going to also have our YCP segment. And uh, you know, Jen and Peter are both going to be joining us via phone, Jen Ball and Peter Blute. Uh, with uh, they're the two top leaders of the national uh, YCP. And boy, they had a big conference last weekend. And they're probably just now <laughs> re- recuperating because it was a pretty big one. Sissel went and we talked about it last Monday. So we're going to hear their take on how it all went. And that'll be in the last 20 minutes of the show. And so between now and then, we have a few things to talk about, including our Summer Speaker Series event. I've got incentive. Let, let me just go ahead and do this one first. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. I'm going to go out of order. I'm going to call an audible here. Oh, Dave. Uh, so we have, I think we announced, was it last Monday we announced for the first time the tickets were for sale?
2: Yes, it was. I think, I think so. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They've only been on
2: sale for a week.
1: Yeah. And this is, uh, going to be a big event. Father John Ricardo is going to be the speaker. It's going to be right across the street at the Irving Convention Center up at the Grand Ballroom. Uh, tickets are $75 each and we're going to have some kind of food. We're still working that out. It's, but you're going to be fed and we're going to have wine and Father John Ricardo and the transmitter of the faith award. Uh, it's Thursday, August 5th. And so it's less than three months away. Tickets are on sale at Summerspeakerseries.com. And I have an incentive okay cuz you're probably sitting around thinking oh it's 3 months away you know i'll buy i'll buy my tickets in a month or two if you know you're going to go and it's just a matter of when you buy your tickets buy them asap because i was given by carmel communications uh some passes to go see the fatima movie at any AMC theater in north texas okay so it's got to be an AMC theater you and a guest can go uh you got to go Today through Thursday of this week, okay, because obviously this is the week of Fatima. You know, May 13th is a feast of Our Lady of Fatima. So if you want to go see that, I'll give you a coupon for two people to go to any AMC theater uh, in the next four days. All you got to do is go online and buy your tickets. I have nine of these, so the first nine people to do it, you can buy one ticket or you can buy ten tickets uh, to the Summer Speaker Series event. And if you do that, I'll have your email because you will have registered online and uh, I'll just assume you want to go to the Fatima movie. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'll send you the the, the the coupon and you just print it out and you go to the AMC theater anytime between today and Thursday, the Feast of Our Lady of Fatima, and you get to see uh, the Fatima movie that came out a while back. Okay, so it's kind of being reintroduced to the theaters. Uh, go to summerspeakerseries.com, get at least a ticket to the Summer Speaker Series event, and I will email you today uh, the, the voucher for you to go see Fatima, all right? Summerspeakerseries.com. Anything else about the event you want to mention, or did I cover it all, or?
2: Oh, that's uh, great. I mean, it's, no, I would just say get your tickets early, because we honestly have no, we want it to be a full house, and we have no idea what the summer's going to bring, and yeah. uh, Father Ricardo, it's kind of a rare opportunity to see him, so tell your friends, make an evening of it, and have them come, invite them to come, so, yeah. Yeah,
1: and, and the the thing is, yeah, like, with with covid and all that i'm hoping and praying and please god you know we we're, we're in a, a really you know getting into a much better place right now people are starting to open things up uh fourth diocese has lifted the mask mandate right mm-hmm. uh, on all parishes some people still wear them but they don't have to i don't think dallas has lifted it yet if somebody knows otherwise let me know uh if you want to call in during the show, eight seven 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 five seven nine four two four, eight seven 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 five seven nine four two four. So all right, go to summerspeakerseries.com. You can get all the information about the August fifth Summer Speaker Series event. This is uh this is a bigger one. uh you know, this is a this is a big event. We've had twelve of them already, some great speakers and uh, but we're expecting perhaps the biggest crowd ever, mm-hmm. and it's a big venue. It's a step up. You know, I don't know what we'll do next, next year. We do know who the speaker is, but I'm, have we announced that yet on the radio? No, I okay. don't believe we have. Yeah, normally no. you do it at the event, Yeah, we have to we so do it at the event to yeah, make the it a surprise. Event. Okay. Yeah. So, alright. So Mother's Day. Let's uh, change topics. I know uh, Mother's Day is a little bittersweet for you, Sissel. So, mm. how how was yours, or what did you do?
2: It was pretty. It was pretty good. Yeah. So, um, ever since the first year after my mom died, I definitely did not feel like you know doing much of anything. And then the next year, it, we were just starting a global pandemic and we thought people needed some cheering up so we decided yeah. to deliver flowers and um treats to some of the ladies in our life my siblings and i lives who um kind of were, showed motherly love to us and so this year we decided to do it again and this time a friend of ours joined us just to do you know make sure all the moms that we knew were uh felt specially remembered um, and so we dropped off roses and some like rice crispy treats and uh, cards that we made and so we spent the first four hours of Sunday doing that and that was oh, very nice and fun to do um, it was fortunate like it is hard but it Mother's Day wasn't something my mom was massive on so it wasn't it's not like I'm sitting there being super sad on that day. And it's more like it's an opportunity to just remember all the awesome moms that I do know and re- look up to and respect. So, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. Well, that's cool. I know it's, uh, yeah, it's very different when your mom has passed away. My mom, thanks be to God, is still alive. And for a, for a guy like me, when you're married, uh, I can only imagine what it's like when you have daughters who are mothers. Cause, oh. <laughs> yeah, cause you really. When you're married, your, your first responsibility, you know, and affection is your wife. And she's a mother, but she's not your mother. And so you want to make sure she has a good day. But then you also remember, Oh yeah, I got a mother (laughs) too. I've got a
2: mom too. (laughs) And so
1: I I think Paula, you know, my my wife would agree she had a great day. And my, my daughters took her out yesterday during the middle of the day. And I took care of Patrick and we let her sleep in and we went, of course, to mass together. And. Uh, had some dinner last night, and so I think it was a really good day for her and Then awesome. I got to see my mom on Saturday at a little e- event at my sister 's house and uh saw my sister well at least two of my sisters there at that event as well. so I hope all the mothers out there. Uh had a great day, and, you know, there's this whole controversy, and part of me doesn't even want to, like, mention it about, you know, do we talk about mothers? Do we call mothers? You know what I'm talking about. Oh, okay. And so I'm not even going to dignify that debate with even mentioning it, even though I did kind of mention it, okay? <laughs> but I'm not going to talk about that too much. So we'll move on, and uh, I will continue to talk about Mother's Day and mothers as long as I have breath in my lungs. And so uh, congratulations and thanks to all the mothers out there, and, of course, our Blessed Mother uh, as well and for those who have passed on uh may god bless you for your service as mothers uh all right so it is now 10 minutes after the hour and let's see has anybody uh let's see if anybody claimed those fatima tickets not
2: yet i don't think okay, they okay nobody are. has yet okay
1: think. go to summerspeakerseries.com if you get your tickets if you're thinking like i'm i'm going to go i just was going to wait until you know september <laughs> uh, or, or to get my tickets or, or uh, not, not so not can September. I, yeah, don't wait till september i was gonna say like <laughs> yeah, july that would
2: not work dave at yeah, all not. can i just actually this is kind of a funny opportunity for me to tease young and present this uh friday oh, oh, yeah um yeah. so you're talking about people waiting to buy their tickets because i feel like we all have this commitment issue of you know oh maybe i don't know right, what i'll be doing right, in august exactly. i don't want to do it but uh, we're actually going to be talking about, especially young adults' issues with committing oh, <laughs> on, yeah. on Friday's show. So if that's something you're struggling with, maybe this is a, this is your little Holy Spirit nudge to say I should buy those tickets right yeah. now.
1: <laughs> yeah, because you never know what's you know going to happen in your life, or you know what what th- th- these days we're so conditioned for craziness and uh, unpredictability, and you're thinking, gosh, that's three months away. Uh, but I do definitely want to give away these Fatima tickets. And I don't know if we're going to have to make a, a, an audible at the end of the show because I want people to go see Fatima, especially this week, uh, with it being the feast day on May 13th. But, uh, right now get tickets and you'll be guaranteed to get a couple of tickets to go to the theater. Going to the theater is so much fun. It's better than staying home, I think. Uh, all right. So any other, um, uh, Teases about uh, young and present because that's one of the things I want to talk about. So the 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 challenge of commitment for young people. Yes, yes,
2: it seems to be. I mean, there's even been like studies on it that young people just have. uh, It's a fear of commitment, a fear of making the wrong Mm -hmm. choice. um, Also, that waiting for something better to come along, um, and it's kind. It's almost like a little epidemic of in of its own. um, And so Zach and I are going to be discussing that on our show just the two of us um and so i'd love it if you tune in 11 a.m this friday it's going to be a pre-recorded program but um as always you can email us any questions or thoughts and we'll address them in the next episode so mm-hmm. i hope you enjoy it. And yeah. if you have any young people in your life or you are a young person and you feel like or you older person who also struggles with this it's good time to tune in
1: <laughs> yeah yeah the thing about i do it, too <laughs> you know like commitment with marriage and all that because they say mm-hmm. when you're you know walking down the aisle or you made that commitment you should have no doubts, Mm. you know? And I I didn't. When I got married, I didn't have a a, a single doubt. Mm. I I just was 100%. I'm all in. And, uh, but, uh, you know, but but to get to that point, to, to find that person that you're like... Got no doubts. Yeah, that that that's that that's difficult because there's yeah. always like maybe something that's huh? Yeah, know you're about like, well, a, yeah,
2: exactly. And so we're going to be discussing that. It's really funny because it was Zach's idea for this topic and it was something that's actually been on my mind quite a bit because it is something I think in different ways that you everyone struggles with, but I had definitely had some things in my life and I'm like, oh, this is God saying, Cecil, you need to talk about this. Mm-hmm, <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah will be a all good right.
1: show. So, uh, also want to mention that, okay, so Young and Present is one of our DFW Alive series. Uh, we have four different shows. They're all really good and they're all very different. <clears throat> and, uh, it's going to be this Friday, 11 o'clock, uh, with Zach Barton and Cecil Anderson, Young and Present, talking about, uh, the, 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 the struggles to commit. Uh, especially mm-hmm. among young people. And I also host a show uh that is every Friday only on social media platforms, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. It's called Back to the Father, in case you haven't heard about it. And it's the only show that I know of that focuses exclusively on the teachings of St. Thomas Aquinas uh, in the Summa Theologia. Now, the challenge every week is to make it, you know— Kind of relatable and not like overly deep, and mm-hmm. I don't know that we've or or I've been successful in that. Last Friday we talked about the state of Adam and Eve in uh, you know before sin, and it, it, you know just uh, oh look at somebody yeah, just, I just by saw. oh our friend Diane pot tickets. Okay, Yay. not not Xavier, but uh anyway, so. Basically the the bottom line of it is is that Adam and Eve knew everything they were capable of knowing. Think about that. Everything that you could possibly know as far as physics or geometry or algebra, they had all the virtues they had total command of all the animals, so their dog every time they said "sit" would have would have sat, and they said, "You know, stop barking," it would have stopped barking, and so it's actually kind of interesting. But then when you get Thomas, and they knew
2: how to backflip, right? <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> uh, I don't want to relive that moment. That was, I'm still like, what? So, but no, that, that was an interesting, you know. Probably it, should
2: have chosen something a little bit less weird to say. It that was that kind of random. It yeah. was. It was. Yeah. I was just the idea of could they have done something without practicing and failing a few times was the idea yeah, you know would they be like, able to magically play the violin like if perfectly? They were in the
1: olympics would every judge have given them a 10 right is that what you're saying the first like, attempt you know, they like never just, would have
2: no no training they would just be able to land you know like a, a layout you know i don't even, i should probably not use terminology i don't understand <laughs> no, I, actually now
1: with that explanation that makes a lot more sense
2: that's what i was trying to say okay. but you started laughing at me <laughs>
1: Yeah. And, and yeah. So it, it's, it's, it's kind of interesting to think about total control of their body. And I don't even know the answer to that. And uh, so if and, you uh, want to
2: learn more about St. Thomas Aquinas, have the conver- conversation derailed by Jonathan and I. Yeah. <laughs> Join and us. So th-
1: this, this Friday, it's only social media. And you can also get on our email list. If mm-hmm. you want to uh, get on our email list, just email Dave Palmer at grnonline.com. We're going to send you a cool video that we did last mm-hmm. week that's kind of funny, kind of nutty. Uh a lot of, you know, some inside jokes about the show and the same and the, the crew and all that. So uh email me if you want to get an email list and we'll just remind you about the show every week. Because it's only on social media platforms. Uh Dave Palmer at GRNonline.com. This week we're gonna talk about what does it mean to be created to the image and likeness of God? Ooh. Okay, what does that mean? And are 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 angels uh made to the image and likeness of God? Are is your dog, is a goldfish, you know. You know, that kind of thing. So it should be kind of interesting. I'll try to make it as, you know, not as complicated as possible. That's that's normally pretty tough. All right, so that's just some uh, programming notes. And uh, don't forget, if you want to get your Summer Speaker Series tickets right away, I will promise you I will send you a, a little coupon to go see Fatima at any AMC theater this week between now and Thursday, May 13th. Uh, you and a guest, if you buy your Summer Speaker Series tickets, because you know you're going to go. I mean, gosh, everybody's going to go to this, right? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Uh, just don't wait until July. Now, as I said before, certainly don't wait till September because <laughs> you missed it. Uh, the <laughs> event's Thursday, August 5th. And so get your tickets and I'll send you a voucher to go see Fatima uh, this this week. At, at the theater, okay? Go to summerspeakerseries.com, com. I have eight more of these remaining uh, to give away uh, this hour or as soon as you buy your tickets. All right, uh, so, uh, ordination coming yes, up this week.
2: super, super exciting. So it's actually next Saturday, if I got my dates right, yes. Saturday, May 22nd at 10 a.m. at the Vietnamese Martyrs Catholic Church in Arlington. There are five gentlemen who are going to be ordained to the priesthood from the Fort Worth Diocese. Five. Five. I, okay. met, I made a mistake earlier. I forgot one. I'm so sorry, <laughs> gentlemen. Um Oh, no. Six. I can't <laughs> count. <Dave. laughs> I'm so, I don't know who I, I forgot, I, 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 but I'm so sorry. So there's
1: six. Six. P- wow. Gentlemen, that's, that's a big group. Yes.
2: Joseph Morano, Thomas Jones, Brett Metzler, Samuel Mall, Jason Allen, and Lynn Nguyen, um all getting ordained. 10 a.m. and it's super exciting. At the moment, it looks so it's going to be a ticketed event. So you have to have a ticket to be able to go. And it said to watch the website uh, fwdioc.org to see if you can go in person. Um, I'm assuming they're giving first seats to family and friends of the gentleman. Or being ordained, uh, but you there will be live stream. There will be a live stream that you can view. Um, so no matter where you are, you can watch it. And I'm super excited because two of these uh, guys, um, Thomas Jones and Samuel Mall, were at my parish for the last couple of years doing their internship year. Um yeah. And it was I got to know them, and they're both really awesome. So I'm so excited that they're fi- going to be priests finally. So yeah.
1: Bishop also must be so excited. I mean to yes. have you know six young you know I'm sure very eager priests mm-hmm. and. And you say you, that you think they've been given assignments or most well, of them have? Yes,
2: yeah, some of them have. Uh, some of them have for sure. So it's going to be really, really exciting. Um, so I, it's going to be kind of like, oh, come on, I'm going to have a friend, you know, who yeah, I knew before he yeah. was actually a priest. And I have several friends who are in seminary, but they're pretty far, you know, at the Low. They're yeah. pretty early on. So
1: right, right. Yeah, I, I, you know, priests are are people. They're human beings. Mm-hmm. They're they're sinners like the rest of us. But there's something special about having a priest who's not only you're like your pastor, but also a friend. Yes. And I would certainly say I can think of you know maybe three or or four priests right off the top of my head that I would feel very comfortable just calling and having a you know just or, or having lunch with or mm-hmm. just I, I consider them you know friends, close friends. And so that's kind of cool. And so I know, and they need lay people as friends. You know, they, they that's part of their, you know, they, you know, I, I think they appreciate it. Uh, so, all right. Uh, thanks for that information. I think that about does it. Uh, we're going to take a break here in a moment and come back. Uh, Tori Harris is going to join us via phone. I just emailed you her, her phone number. Not listeners. I'm talking to probably freaking out. I just emailed like, Who all the just listeners <laughs> uh, Tori's phone number. Go ahead and give her a call, will you? Oh, no. Uh, and uh, she's going to talk about this cool marriage retreat that's coming up next month over at Mary Immaculate. And I think it's really, really important. So if you're married and you have uh, some time and you can take off uh, a, fr- a Friday through a Sunday, uh, Dan and Stephanie Burke are going to be leaving it. So we're going to talk about that. Coming up later, the YCP segment with Jen Ball and Peter Blute, talking about the recent uh, conference that they put on, which uh, by all, all sounds of it uh, was, a, was a great, great success. So we'll get their take on it. All right, quick break. We'll come back with Tori Harris right after this. Claritas is a Catholic men's group that meets quarterly to celebrate our rich Catholic heritage. The evening starts with a whiskey tasting, cured meats, and cigars before an inspiring talk by an engaging Catholic speaker, dressed as coat and tie. Claritas' next gathering is Thursday, May 20th in downtown McKinney. If you know a committed Catholic man aged 18 and over that may be interested in attending, they can find out more information at the website claritas.page. That's claritas.page or email claritas1917 at gmail.com.
2: Attention homeschooling parents or those considering homeschooling. The second annual virtual Catholic Homeschool Conference is coming May 19th through 22nd. Four days full of guidance, encouragement, and inspiration. There will be over a dozen live sessions and over 50 pre-recorded talks. Plus, the daily rosary, streamed mass and adoration, and a Friday evening family movie night. The conference website is catholichomeschoolconference.com. That's catholichomeschoolconference.com. Registration is free.
1: We are back and this is the Good News Show here on KTH 910 AM Guadalupe Radio Network. Thanks for joining us. 21 minutes after the hour now. Don't forget, if you want to go see the Fatima movie in the theater at any AMC theater this week through Thursday, the feast day of Our Lady of Fatima, all you got to do is go online and buy your tickets to the Summer Speaker Series event for August 5th. I know that's a ways off, but uh, if you're planning on going anyways, just go ahead and buy them and then you can uh, take a guest to see Fatima in the theater this week. I'll email you the voucher uh, as soon as you buy your tickets, uh, dot com. All right. Tori Harris, uh, as promised, joins us. Uh, she's from Mary Immaculate Parish in Farmers Branch, and she leads the Holy Spirit 101 retreats. And, uh, here to talk about the Divine Intimacy and Marriage Retreat coming up June uh, 11th through the 13th, uh, over there in Farmers Branch. So, Joe, Tori, good afternoon. How are you?
0: Hey Dave, thanks so much for having
1: me on. Yeah, I appreciate you doing it on short notice. I know you were going to try to get Dan and Stephanie Burke, but they're you know traveling, and so I was kind of hoping to have you on anyways because I wanted to catch up with you. So not not to take anything away from them, but uh, tell us how are things going? I remember seeing you. Gosh, it must have been a a few years ago. You came out to one of our live remotes, and you had your your small son with you. How's the family? The everything going okay? Or more kids? Or how y'all doing?
0: Yes thanks so much, well, we've added two more to the brood, so we've got felicity <laughs> i know we're, we're we're living out those marriage vows, yeah um so <laughs> yeah no we're great i'm I'm at Mary Immaculate church um we, we're now that covid's kind of winding down, and the church is opening up, things are just getting really busy, and so i'm extra excited to to be able to offer this this marriage retreat in June. To our parishioners and those living in the DFW area. Actually, um, believe it or not, I think we have people traveling from out of state. Even a couple from California that has signed up already. Um, so, so maybe not just DFW, but maybe nationwide.
1: Yeah, you know, um, as soon as I immaculate. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, Toria. I, as soon as I saw you send this email through, I immediately forwarded it to my wife and said, "Can we do this uh, we We have challenges, we have a special needs son, and so it's really hard for us but I, I I would love to do it. I don't know if we're going to be able to, but uh tell us tell us about it for those who don't know about Dan and stephanie Burke uh, maybe you know a little bit about them and, and and what's going to be special about this weekend.
0: yeah. Thanks. I hope you, first of all, I hope you can join. And I really hope that everyone listening right now, whatever state your marriage is in, uh, they, just to think about this as an investment in your marriage. Uh, Dan and Stephanie, Dan used to work as the director, I, I think it was of news for EWTN.com. Yeah. Today he is the owner of the Avila Institute. They do spiritualdirection.com. And him and his wife run a radio show called Divine Intimacy Radio. Uh, so, so Dan and his wife Stephanie, they're very influential in the church nationwide for training priests and seminarians. And recently, they've uh, Dan actually sent me uh, his his assistant Debbie sent me a bio on how the retreat got started. Um, and and basically, what they're saying is over the past few years, they've been doing this divine intimacy radio. Uh, They've been speaking about their marriage and their family to, to all of their hundreds of thousands of listeners worldwide. And they get asked a lot of questions about marriage from their listeners. Like how do you strengthen your marriage? Um, What do you do when there's struggles in your marriage? Are you, should you stop worrying if there are no struggles in your marriage? How do you pray together? Um, And so they decided based on all of this interest that there was in marriage and ministering to marriages that they should take the work that they're doing with these priests and these seminarians and make it really practical for married couples. And so they started the divine intimacy marriage retreat, which uh, we're bringing to Dallas uh, in June, June 11th through 13th. So Dan and Stephanie are coming together to, to lead that retreat and what to expect um, first and foremost, you can expect that you're going to learn that your marriage is not just about you and your spouse. Yeah. Um, you have to let God. You have to. I mean, it's so obvious. But you have to let God be a part of your marriage. And so, what this retreat is the way the reason it's different than other retreats is that they're not going to focus on taking a personality test and um, <laughs> learning <laughs> your spouse's love language. Yeah. which I mean, and those are valuable, valuable tools. But really what this retreat wants to focus on is, is going a little deeper, challenging these couples to really dive deep into their spirituality as a couple and their marriage. And so the, the number one foundation is you have to let God be a part of your marriage. And Dan and Stephanie make that practical. I mean, you hear all the time, you have to let God be the center. But, like, what does that look like? How do you practically start discerning that with your spouse? And so they're going to really practically talk about that. Um, The retreat also covers ways to communicate with each other uh, to bring resolution instead of hurt feelings. Um, They're going to cover Ephesians 5, you know, that really (laughs) controversial Pauline chapter. Like, really, what was St. Paul talking about when he was writing at that occasion and at that time? What's the message that couples should really be drawing out and drinking from that Ephesians 5, that relationship between a husband and wife and Christ in the church? Um, So they're going to spend some time talking about that. And their hope is that when you walk away from this retreat, that you don't just leave feeling good about a weekend that you've had together, a weekend to reconnect, a weekend to to pray together. Cause I mean, I'm sure that there's going to be, there's tons of breakthrough that happens when you're just vulnerable with your spouse over a weekend and you're having these great talks. But Dan and Stephanie, their hope is it's not just to feel good when you leave the retreat. It's to have practical, tangible skills, practical, tangible uh, things that you do when you leave this retreat that you're just immediately applying to your marriage Rein- that reinforces your marriage uh, so that your marriage can continue to grow and flourish wherever it's at um, and just get better. So my, my husband and I, we're, we're so st- like, so stoked about it. We've got Dan's book, Discernment of Spirits. If you don't have it, I really recommend everyone get on Amazon and, and go purchase it. It's probably the best book on Ignatian Discernment that I've ever read. It's really easy. Moms, you can do it at the pool in an hour and a half. Um you just knock it out. It's really great. So I mean I we love I love Dan's work. I'm I'm a big fan of Stephanie. I'm so grateful that they're coming. So my husband and I we signed up, like we're going. Uh we're gonna have our kids on site <laughs> in the kindergarten room. Uh so if any parents wanna join us in co opting a babysitter, we're happy to <laughs> we're happy yeah. to work with you.
1: Yeah, now is um, it uh is yeah. it an overnight? Kind of thing are you, you come in the morning and leave at night? Uh, I thought I saw something that uh, implied that is there lodging or, or are you, 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 you go back to your house every night
0: you'll go back to your home okay. every night, so the retreat the retreat's going to be a work day, so I yeah. think it's eight to five uh, three meals a day are covered in your retreat fee. all of your meals are covered, and right now, I think we're working with uh, the holiday Inn Express, those coming from far away that maybe don't want to drive. Back and forth all day. Yeah, uh, we're working with uh, two local hotels to get a group rate, and we're keeping our fingers crossed. We're hoping that the shuttle will be available uh, to actually drive couples, especially those coming from out of town or driving pre- pretty far, so they don't have to use their car getting from the hotel to to the church. Um, no, but so for for most couples, you'll come, you'll have breakfast. Uh, if you want to see my children, they'll be in the neighboring room with a babysitter. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, um, great. Uh, Tori Harris joins yeah. us uh, talking yeah. about the Divine Intimacy and in Marriage Retreat with Dan and Stephanie Burke. It's going to be at Mary Maclet Parish in Farmer's Branch Friday, June 11th through Sunday, June 13th. You can learn more at spiritual, I'm sorry, spiritualdirection.com slash events, spiritualdirection.com slash events and uh it's really really intriguing i love the the title of their story tori it's called uh fighting towards each other do you do you know uh, have you heard their story or it it sounds you know uh, almost like a um paradox that you're fighting towards each other but uh, do, do you know what what do you know about their story or what they're going to talk about
0: well but- I think they tell it better, but uh, my short reinterpretation of it is that early in marriage, the fights are against each other. You know, you're, yeah. you're at war against your spouse. He's wrong. I'm right. And I'm going to tell him why I'm right. And when they, priest, when they placed God at the center of the relationship and, and really, really philosophically understood what that meant, all of a sudden, in their fights, they saw them not as opportunities for one to conquer the other, but because if they fight amongst themselves, they're actually fighting their own self, right? Where the two become one, and so they realize that when they fight, they need to fight as a team towards each other to fight to come together, not not to to bicker. Not they're apart, and you don't want to bicker and be more apart and justify why you're yeah. apart. No, you want to fight to bring unity and to like fiercely fight for unity in marriage. I mean, one of the very first signs of an absence of the Holy Spirit, of a demonic attack in any relationship is isolation, is disunity. It's where there's a a fracture in the relationship. That's when we know that the presence of the spirit is not fully manifested whenever that fractures is there. And, and so Dan talking about the discernment of spirits, I mean, he's really an expert on the topic. He says, no, like when you notice that there's disunity, when there's a fracture in that relationship, I mean, all the alarms in your head just need to start raging and going off and you need to make, you need to go to war against Satan and the enemy. You got to go to war against sin and fight for unity in your marriage. And, and, that, and that can take a lot of different shapes. So it, it doesn't necessarily mean um, you uh, allow maybe a spouse's bad behavior to continue. It doesn't mean that you're going to enable them to do something that's sinful or immoral or wrong. It doesn't mean that when you're hurt, you don't voice that hurt. But it does mean that you fight for unity yeah. and you make that your central, your central uh, goal. Uh, fight for that sacrament. Um, remember, it's not a sacrament of parenting. It's a sacrament of marriage.
1: Yeah. Uh, again, the website, spiritualdirection.com slash events, spiritualdirection.com slash events. Tori Harris from uh Farmer's Branch. Uh, Mary Immaculate Parish joining us. Uh, it's the Dan and Stephanie Burke Divine Intimacy and in Marriage Retreat Ascent into Oneness. And you can sign up, uh, I presume, at that same website. Well, what about the, uh, you mentioned the, the, the meals are going to be covered for all three of those days. Uh, yeah. can, can you talk about mm-hmm. the cost and uh, I think, did you seem to imply that there is child care? Uh, you said your kids are going to be there, or is there child care, and, and just any of the other particulars?
0: <laughs> sure. Uh, so the cost for the retreat is $498 a couple. That includes three really nice catered meals every day. The retreat materials, uh, which is books, notebooks, pen, paper. Uh, you have access to Dan and Stephanie. I, I think if the retreat's small enough, they'll be able to meet with each couple individually, which I'm... I'm both excited for, but also (laughs) there's there's a lot of interest in their retreat. So I'm not sure uh, how available that option will be, but um, in terms of food and catering, uh, we've got some really great vendors. And what I'm also excited about is that they're allergy friendly. So we'll be ordering from, uh, oh gosh, I used to work there, you know, Chewy's fine dining Tex-Mex grill, so there's okay. going to be the fajita night where we'll have chicken and beef fajitas with tres leche cake uh, and, you know, refried beans and rice, so there'll be like a full fajita with wine and um, I don't know, maybe we'll put oranges in it and call it sangria to <laughs> stay on theme. <laughs> uh, but there's also always going to be an option for gluten, dairy, and uh, egg allergies yeah. and that was something Stephanie particularly requested, so you know, I've not been on many retreats where they really are just trying to bend over backwards to accommodate those with food preferences and restrictions uh in terms of childcare, we're not officially offering child care i was more kind of throwing that out like hey my husband and i were paying a babysitter but yeah. you want to split the cost <laughs> we're like we're happy to discuss with you we have this space um i mean there's there's definitely the space uh the only the only caveat is that since we would be at church, um, we've got to have a safe environment, yeah. cleared individuals, but that's okay, because I know who they are, you know? Like, I, yeah. I can have—I'm already going to have the two adults there, so—
1: Right, all right, uh, so they can work that out with you, so that, and, that was more uh, like a—if
0: yeah. if you email Tori Harris personally, and you're like, we really want to come, and we need childcare on Saturday, I'll be like, well, I'm, I'm happy to work with you to, to figure something <laughs> out, like— from, from the mom side. So if there's like a group of moms that really want to come, like, we'll, it'll, it'll be our underground, uh, babysitting service. It's not officially <laughs> part of the street but like, we'll make it happen. Underground I
1: babysitting. I think that's, has, <laughs> alright. Uh, hey, let me, just have a few minutes remaining. Tori Harris, uh, oh. you mentioned at the beginning about, you know, COVID, thanks be to God, is starting to, 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 um, you know, loosen its grip on uh, our lives. Mm-hmm. And as far as your own, ministry holy spirit 101 and the retreats and what you were doing what well, what is the status yeah. on that i know it's not directly related to the, this retreat but i'm just curious are you guys starting those up again or what what does it look like in the, the, the months to come
0: yeah thanks for asking um well we're we're opened up we have some safety precautions that are required by the diocese uh, that we're uh, abiding by um but beyond that we're open so this wednesday mary immaculate having a night of healing. Uh, and we'll be on campus. We're also live streaming it for those who need to stay, for those who, who need to stay at home uh, or who wish to stay at home. So we're live streaming that service. And then our prayer teams are going to be available in person to pray in person. And we have two types of teams. We have old school where it's you party like it's 2019. And um, <laughs> we, we have traditional, good we have old traditional days. prayer teams. Yeah. Yeah, the good old days. And then we also have, we also have like our, our, our safety and our precautions. We have these um, clear plastic screens that two prayer team members will stand behind with a mask over their face so that they can offer the proximity required for intercessory prayer while still providing that barrier of, of safety for, um, you know, to, to be COVID conscious. And so we're, we're offering both of that both of those options now. Um, And then, of course, we have online Zoom prayer teams as well. Uh, And if anyone is interested in joining a prayer team or learning about prayer, our next retreat is uh, May 21, 21 and 22 at at Mary Immaculate. So we'll be doing a Holy Spirit. It'll be our first Holy Spirit 101 retreat since COVID started. I'm...
1: Yeah, oh, we so that, that yeah, we need to put that that on the radio. Yeah, we need to promote that. We will, we will. Hey, <laughs> uh, okay, a la- last question, and this is I, I don't I think you could probably answer this in your sleep, but I am curious because uh, there's a whole lot of uh, you know children and uh, have been confirmed in the last uh, you know month or so at our parish, our little tiny parish. We had 62 that were confirmed. Wow. Uh, they started the uh, the restored order where you know they're they're uh, confirming you know even like eight and ten year olds at our parish. But I I don't want to ask specifically about that. That'd be another conversation. But what would your – my my daughter got confirmed. Well, what would your advice be to recently confirmed children, especially, you know, if they're, you know, 12, 13, 14 years old? Uh, I'm just curious because, uh, you know, uh, I taught my confirmation class and I tried to – get them, you know, as knowledgeable and excited about what was happening. But uh, what would you say if maybe, um, they may not be listening unless they're homeschoolers, but if their parents are listening, what should they say to recently confirmed young people?
0: Um, I would say for parents is, number one, realize the, the mystery and the magnitude of what it means to be sealed with the person of the Holy Spirit and the gifts of the Spirit. Uh, the same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead live fully, wholly, perfectly within your child, your confirmed child. And one of the prayers that Bishop prays for your child when he's confirming them is he actually says, be imparted and strengthened in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And there's this interesting word here, strengthened in the gifts. What's that referring to? What's that about? Um, What it's really about is your child being strengthened in their ability to be docile, to hear God's voice in prayer, to to pray for healing, uh, to... Uh, to, to listen for all that charismatic, mystical stuff that we hear of the saints, like words of wisdom and words of knowledge. And so if when my children are confirmed, something that I'm going to want to strive to do as a parent is, number one, tell them that, tell them that that's possible, and then offer opportunities where I model for them the ability to awaken and realize and make manifest that reality so that they can be who they are which is a yeah. filled with the spirit. So yeah. uh, in prayer time I'm going to start asking them okay just spend some time discerning what do you feel what do you think God might be speaking to you right now? If they have a uh, if there's a friend that's sick or a family member uh, challenge them invite them to pray and to ask God to to send consolation or to ask the Lord to send healing and just let God be God but create opportunities where they can step into who they are, the reality of what they've been given in prayer. That would be my advice. Yeah,
1: well, on. that's a great answer. You didn't even know that question was coming. I'm so impressed. No! <laughs>
3: thanks,
1: Dan. Uh, hey, th- thanks so much. we got to let you go and uh, move on to our next topic, but uh, the original topic uh, was d- the Divine Intimacy and Marriage Retreat. I, I-, I got Tori off on different uh, subject, which I-, I definitely related and I'm glad we did. Mm-hmm. Uh, and-, and if you want to go on this retreat, June 11th through the 13th with Dan and Stephanie Burke, and Tori said she and her husband are going to be going, is when participants as well. $498 a couple. Uh, Go to... $398. Oh, okay. $398. Oh, it's even better, isn't it? Okay, $398. (laughs) Uh, All right. So, uh, per couple, and it is uh, spiritualdirection.com slash events. Spiritualdirection.com slash events, and certainly uh, pray and discern about whether this might be a good fit for you and your spouse. All right, Tori, got to let you go. Thanks so much. Good talking with you.
0: Thanks so much, Dave. God bless. Have a
1: great day. All right. Thanks so much. And we are going to uh, skip our break because I want to get right to our next topic and our guests, uh, Jen Ball and Peter Blute, uh, talking about this really, really successful uh conference that went on April 30th through May 2nd a couple of weekends ago. Jen, of course, is the founder and national executive director of the Young Catholic Professionals, and Peter Blute, national vice president. You can find him online at youngcatholicprofessionals.org. And good to have you both on. And I asked Sissel to jump in here as well, because she was at the conference. I wasn't, and so I want to get her take as well. But uh, welcome to both of you. Thanks for being on with us. Hi, Dave. Thanks
4: Thanks so much for having us.
1: All right. So have you guys gotten enough rest the last week after that conference? I know it can be, uh, it's fun, but uh, it, it was a lot of work. And uh just let me just get your general uh impressions. Jen, I'll start with you about how you think it went and what reaction and response you, you're, you're getting from those who participated. What, what are your thoughts? Oh my gosh, Dave.
4: I mean, it was Overwhelmingly positive. Uh, the outpouring of response and feedback from our attendees has continued to come in over a week later. Um, we did a survey at the end of the conference, and it's the best response we've ever gotten. With people saying that it was really life-changing, transformational, and I, I think you know, Peter and I, we've we've been talking about it a lot, and it it was just really a a Saint Joseph moment. I mean, you could tell the Holy Spirit was was with us in a powerful way. Uh, The masses were beautiful, Um, and in such a short weekend, there was really just a lot of content, a a lot of really solid content, where we felt like we learned a ton about St. Joseph, about our faith, Just in terms of from a catechesis perspective, it was really sound. Um, So, I mean, all of us are really still on a high, uh, in spite of the fact that we're tired.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Peter, same question. Uh, Other than what Jen's already said, what were your takeaways?
3: Well, I I would just reiterate what Jen said. It was such a, a transformative weekend, not only for everyone we spoke with who was there, but also for us as a as a staff and a board and all of our chapter leaders that um, help run these chapters of YCP, these YCP communities across the nation. What really struck me is the, uh, the excitement and, and also just the level of um, gratitude from people who were there who have been, uh, you know, most of us trapped at, at home or at least interacting with very few people these last 12-plus months. And there was this energy and this spirit of everyone there that uh, uh, I think may have been unseen uh, in the past at YCP events or conferences due to just being in person again, especially for all the folks from, uh, you know, we had people from the West Coast and the East Coast that are, you know, at a different stage of their reopening, many of them than we are here in Texas. And they were just astounded uh, and excited to be back together. There was so much community that was formed. Someone uh, came up to me at the end and said that uh, they were really disappointed they wouldn't get to see these new friends that they met um, until the next conference, and they were already asking us for the dates of when that would be so they could get together with these people again that they had just met. So, I mean, just such a positive weekend, and uh, we feel in in many ways a, a turning point as we... Start to get back together in person nationally and in our YCP communities.
1: Yeah. And so, so I know you, um, <clears throat> connected with uh, a young lady and she was mm-hmm. from Ohio, yes, right? I, did. And I I know you, you mentioned Peter and Jen about people from all over the place uh, coming. And so uh, and what, what are your, what was your impression? Um, so, so as a, as an attendee,
2: <laughs> you know, I, I had a great time. Um, I, you know, admittedly on Friday, I was kind of tired as leaving work and I'm like, Oh yeah, I have a conference to go to this weekend. Um, but I ended up uh, really enjoying it. I made a good friend from a girl from Ohio and we were able to hang out all weekend long. And I think. Uh, We'll have a good friendship for hopefully a really long time as well, and um, all the speakers were amazing too. Um, I'm sure they can speak a little bit more about that, but um, I enjoyed the breakout sessions that we had and getting to talk more uh, one-on-one with people and um, just kind of building a community together. It It was really beautiful to see that many young Catholics from across the country.
1: Yeah, and you know, Jan, you can speak about the the speakers. So, somebody who was it was in our studio recently, and they're telling us that it was actually Jonathan Rumi who had reached out to you originally as a, a YCP member uh, from California. Is that true that he had reached out to you, or vice versa, or how did that all come together?
4: That's right, Dave. Yes, we actually sent an email out uh, just saying we're we're really excited about our conference. This was back in uh, Peter. Remind me, I think early early 2020 it would have been, and uh, just kind of announcing the theme of the conference and some of the speakers. We had lined up Dina Dwyer Owens at that point, and so we said, more speakers to follow. And so I get an email from Jonathan Rumi saying, you know, if you have any openings, um, he would love to be considered to speak at our conference. And so I said to my team, we just got an email from Jesus.
3: Uh, (laughs) I I don't
4: think we can ignore that. And he was He was amazing. I mean, they all were. So we started with, first of all, an opening Mass from the bishop, and he really kind of uh, energized us um, really to embrace our Catholic identity, kind of spoke about how, you know, he is the successor of Peter, and in in his role, he really wants to kind of challenge and summon us to embrace this great Catholic heritage that we have, and then call upon St. Joseph, you know, in, in our quest to be witnesses of Christ. Um, And then we we went into Dina Dwyer Owens um, on Friday evening, and I mean, she is just such a humble woman, Uh, you know, she has achieved, you know, the top level a person can professionally, but really exuded tremendous amount of humility, uh, speaking about the role of values in her life and how St. Joseph is such a, a perfect role model for leadership. Today, so she she really stood out. Um, she was on Undercover Boss and was a tremendous witness to her Catholic faith, and I think that really uh, touched our attendees quite a bit. Um, and then Peter, I don't know if you want to speak about some of the Saturday speakers.
3: Yeah, we were able to start with a beautiful Mass Saturday morning. Uh, we had a, a number of priests from the uh, from the uh, Fathers of Mercy community um in Kentucky and we were just thrilled to have them, Father Joseph and Father Ken. Um so we started off mass that morning um really talking about the feast day, the feast of St. Joseph the Worker, who of course is YCP's patron and um because of the rescheduling from the fall of our conference, we were able to host it on the actual feast day, which was just amazing. And uh, we, we talked a lot that morning with Father Ken as well about reverence, what it really means uh, to be reverent and um, to use the life of St. Joseph to know how we can better practice reverence. Um, and Father Ken talked a lot about creating space, taking a step back and creating space where God can speak to us. We can have that conversation with him, whether it's in a decision we're making or or just in our daily prayer and conversation with God creating that space where um, our our reverence and our um, humbleness can be uh, all pointed back towards God and how St. Joseph is such a reflection of that. We also had time for um, adoration, exposition of the Blessed Sacrament in the afternoon, and then we went into our breakout sessions, and these were really a, a new feature of our conference this year. And we got a lot of really positive feedback, so we'll we'll likely be including something like this in the future, but each of the breakouts, um, people were assigned to different rooms based on virtues. And so it kind of reflects YCP's executive panel discussions that are hosted um, in our chapters, but focused on a particular virtue of St. Joseph. So for example, courage, prudence, patience, humility and obedience. And we had a chance for them to do some speed networking first um, so that they could meet people <laughs> in like their groups. So we yeah. have this national community coming together. So a lot of people really enjoyed that, getting to meet some new um, young professionals in the network. And then they had a chance to hear from both religious, um, either a priest or a nun. And then also there was a, a lay a person, a, a professional, kind of a YCP mentor type, who was able to guide the conversation alongside the religious, who was speaking more about St. Joseph in light of this particular virtue. And then at the end, we were able to wrap up with small group discussions so they could bring it down to individual discussion and additional dialogue from their their group members. So there was a lot of peer learning going on, too. So it was this wonderful blend of sort of listening and digesting and then having conversations with your peers um, that, that I know led to a lot of fruit for people in in terms of how we can heroically practice these different virtues.
1: Yeah, very nice. Uh, we're joined uh, here on the Good News Show with uh, Jen Baugh, the National Executive Director and Founder of the Young Catholic Professionals, along with uh, Peter Blute, the National Vice President, talking about the uh, recent YCP Conference, which was here in North Texas April 30th through May 2nd. Uh, CISL participated, and I I, I was uh, emceeing another, there was another big event that same weekend uh, over here in Irving, and so I was not able to participate, but I would have loved to have done it. And that's I'm curious also, like everybody's asking about, what are you going to do next year? I don't know if you have plans yet, but uh, we can mention that in a moment. Uh, the, the 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 Dina Dwyer Owens, so, Cecil. So you actually were in her small group, and yes, she I was. she made a pretty big impression on you, didn't yeah, she?
2: Yeah, I think you know, like. Um Peter and Jen mentioned she's very, she's very humble and um, it was really nice to be able to talk with her with a group of six of us. And uh, not only did she, you know, have good advice for your spiritual life and professional life, she just was very, I don't know, she was just like your... Your mom's friend, you know, you were just chatting with who mm-hmm. just gave good life advice in general. So um, I really enjoyed having it. And, yeah, she was super, super humble. You're like, she had just been on the stage talking in front of 300 people the night before. But then she was just sitting with the six of us. We were sitting on a staircase and chatting for, and it seemed like the time went by very fast. So definitely made an impact on me. And uh, I'm excited to read her book that she gave out, too.
1: Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. So, Jen, what uh, what is the plan going forward uh, as far as new you know chapters or or what what do you foresee for the remainder of 2021 and beyond or or what's 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 in the mix
4: as peter said i mean we really feel like this is a turning point we we felt like we needed that kind of um jump start just considering our our ministry is so much uh based on that in-person interaction and so the fact that we we just had you know, one of the best in-person interactions we've had in our history uh, really gives us confidence to kind of pursue our, our vision for the future, which we did announce at the conference at the gala. So we tied it to St. Joseph and his witness, and we, we kind of tied what we learned from him to our, our vision for the future. So number one, you know, Catholic identity, that's that's our number one purpose for YCP is to promote Catholic identity, St. Joseph. Uh, was totally unafraid of, of, you know, living and defending his faith no matter what. And so as a YCP organization, you know, we are committed to improving uh, the way that we help our members, you know, defend and live their faith in the workplace and in every moment of their lives. So that includes a um, kind of a broader career offering to help our young people have that strength in their professional vocations. Um, We also want to help the way that we um, that we enable our, our attendees and of our events to connect with one another before, during, and after events to kind of help them have that strength. Um, number two is community. We always exist to foster community. St. Joseph was head of the most perfect community there was, the Holy Family. Um, and so YCP is, is going to continue to do that by, you know, Continuing to have amazing events, um, really improving the way we we help people connect, as i said and and um, really building up our support of our chapter leadership. and then finally, a call to action. St Joseph was the best leader there was, and so we're called to imitate that. and so we really feel called to uh, expand our ministry where we've committed to launching at least fifty chapters by the end of twenty twenty three so oh, wow. That is a that's quite a commitment, but we have interests from all over the country, all really in cities actually across the world. Um, so that includes just rallying all this the support that we've garnered to to help us achieve that effort because it's it's definitely a team effort, um, and then we're also going to be building out our membership program. So you've heard us talk, Dave, about executive mentorship and these small group forums. Um, we really feel that people will be able to go deeper. Uh, through these these two aspects of membership and more, and so uh, we're just going to continue to push that out, and so that will enable us, enable us to kind of expand geographically, but also expand our reach in our current cities. So we have big plans, but we feel more than ever that St. Joseph, our patron, is not going to let us down. Yeah. So we're, we're ready
1: to go. <laughs> I can tell. That, that's exciting. Uh, th- thanks, Jen. Peter, I'm going to give you the last word uh, for this segment. Uh, for uh, young people listening right now, or maybe the, the parent of a young person who wishes their young person <laughs> would get involved in YCP, uh, talk about the local chapters and uh, maybe any, anything upcoming, or, or what would you recommend would be the first step if they're just being introduced to YCP for the first time?
3: Well I think as the conference showed us and and everyone who was able to attend as well there's a there's a place for you regardless of your age at yCP which is one of the really cool parts of this ministry so if if you're uh maybe over the age of forty and interested in getting involved we have so many different ways that we need your help um, to bridge the gap between the previous generation and the current generation whether you're a, a mentor or or a speaker, a supporter, even just someone who can introduce us to the right folks in new cities when we're working to launch new chapters, or whether you're a a YCP member-aged person who wants to get involved or knows someone who might benefit from being involved, we want to make this ministry into as compelling an offering as possible so that it's easy for people to invite their friends and have people get more involved in their faith or perhaps explore the Catholic faith for the first time. So, of course, uh, we've got a lot going on nationally. A lot of our chapters, the majority of them, are back to hosting in-person events. Two things coming up in particular. Next Tuesday on the 18th, we have our online, it's our virtual micro-interview series. We call it Refiners Fire. Um, that'll be at 12 p.m. Central. Uh, more info on our website, but we're excited to be hosting Mario Ensler, who uh, I imagine, Dave and so you're familiar with. But among other past roles. He was a Swiss guard um, to Saint John Paul II. Yeah, he was We're on, Joe. he was on Joe's
1: show this morning. Oh, I heard him. Uh, yeah, yeah.
3: Amazing. Yeah, so that's coming up next Tuesday. We'd love for all of your listeners to join us for that. It's, it's free and just available live streamed. And then uh, coming up on the 26th, the YCP Dallas chapter is hosting the Vice President of Marketing at Southwest Airlines, Bill Tierney, for our uh, monthly executive speaker series. So you can go to YCP Dallas dot org for more information about that so lots more coming up this month and then of course we'll keep you all you all in the loop in terms of next year's conference and uh uh the planning that will ensue here soon
1: all right. So thanks so much uh, to both of you. Congratulations on a great, great conference. Jen Ball, founder, national executive director, and Peter Blute, uh, national vice president of the Young Catholic Professionals. Just go to org, and you can find out more information in all the chapters. There is a Dallas chapter, there's a Fort Worth chapter, and so no reason not to be involved if you're a young Catholic professional here in North Texas. Uh, Jen and Peter, thanks so much. It's always good to talk to you, and we'll we'll touch base next month, okay?
3: Thanks Thanks, so much. Thanks,
1: Cecil. Yeah, thanks so much. And that brings us to an end of this Good News program. Thanks to Cecil, and thanks to everybody. And don't forget, if you want to see the Fatima movie at any AMC theater here in town, uh, go online and buy your Summer Speaker Series tickets. Father John Ricardo is going to be our speaker on August 5th, Thursday, August 5th, at the Irving Convention Center in the Grand Ballroom. It's going to be a great event. And if you know you're going... Uh, don't delay. Get your tickets now, and I will email you uh, a pass to go to any AMC theater through between now and Thursday on the Feast Day of Our Lady of Fatima, and you and a guest can go see that movie in the theater, okay? It should be a lot of fun. So go to summerspeakerseries.com, summerspeakerseries.com, and be one of the first eight to do that today, do it quickly, and uh, I'll send that to you, okay? Thanks. God bless you. Have a great rest of your day, and uh, thank you, Sissel.
0: Thanks for joining us for the Good News Show here on KATH 910 AM on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Please join us next week at the same time for the next Good News Show. K-A-T-H 910 AM Frisco